What's up, folks? How are you doing today? It is Thursday, November 18th, and we're rocking tonight. Uh, yes, it's in the evening time. It was a full day, busy day, and catching you now at the end. Um, a little bit of rain going on outside tonight on a fall evening, not too cold, very nice, good vibes. Feels really refreshing. Something, um, yeah, man, that was really nice to actually to just be feeling this, uh, feeling this weather and, and feeling, feeling this just time of the year, the season. It's so, it's so good. It feels nice. It feels good on the skin. That cold, that brisk, um, it's really nice. I want, I'm, I'm going to talk about the seasons at some point. We're going to get to the seasons and sort of what all the seasons um, mean in our life and what the seasons mean in our garden. I'm going to get to that. Tonight, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about um, about empathy for a little bit. I'm going to just talk about what it means to be empathetic, what it means to be um, understanding of others. Um, and while also our, one of the main themes of our, of our show or podcast, our dialogue so far has been having a good balance. And what, what does balance mean? Balance doesn't mean like, oh, you're, this, oh, it's like a flat, even line. Not necessarily. It could be just, it means more like you have a very strong um, polarity, very strong charge between two strong dynamic forces. Uh, meaning you have a very strong push and you have a very strong pull. Practically meaning that means you have like very strong foundation, very strong boundaries, very strong um, you know, sense of self, um, and you're very confident in who you are and your, um, and your, and what you are holding in and what your beliefs are and your opinions and, um, you know, who you are and where you stand in the world. You're not tiptoeing around, uh, you're not walking on eggshells around yourself, even. A lot of people's you know, forget walking on eggshells around somebody else. They're walking around eggshells around their own self. Um, and, and, you know, having that strong push-pull, meaning having a very strong sense of self and a, and a strong confidence, like a strong spine and back and hmm, sense of self. Yet at the same time, being open to to what's going on around you and to hearing and to listening and to sniffing and smelling and, and tasting and, and seeing what's happening in your environment and seeing what's happening for people and, and sensing what that is like in their eyes and their shoes. Um, and so that balance and that, that polarity is, is some sort of, is some sort of, and this is what we talk about with that Q word finesse. This is that finesse. It's that finesse of saying like, Okay, have your space and have your um, opinion and your and what it might be, but at, yet at the same time, be open towards towards growing and moving forward in the future. And and you know, you do this. This is what you do. Yet at the same time, you can be nice to people, right? You can be you know empathetic to people. So it's a good balance to be having in life. Um, I'm an uh, electrician, and this is what I do for my job. Uh, boom! This is you know I'm solidified in this area of work, and at the same time, I'm open and exploring 
options in which I can make uh, my job as an electrician more profitable for me. I'm trying to see maybe how I can be more entrepreneurial within that space. Um, this applies to all sorts of different spaces, but um, having that balance, that charge, because ba- I don't like the word balance because it implies like just like a flat, even line, and it's not. It's not a flat, even line. It's a. It's two dynamic forces that are sort of creating a tension between one another. And that tension holds the whole thing together. So if you look at it, if you were to like take a picture of it, it would be like one flat line, but it's not. It's a live active, um, you know, live active tension happening between two forces. So there's the element of being grounded and there's the element of being open. It's, yeah, it's being able to say no and being able to say yes. Um, it's being able to be critical and being able to be, you know, kind and open and warm at the same time, you know, um, which is a very, like, if you can just do that, that's a very strong and very uh, nuanced skill to have. So many people, it's like, well, I'm either critical or I'm nice. And if I'm nice, then I'm not being critical. And if I'm critical, I'm not being nice. And that's really dangerous because if you're just being nice, then there are v- there's many times where you need to be critical. You know, you can't let everybody into your door. If you have a, um, you know, if you have a family, you can't just let anybody in off the street. Are you kidding me? That would be, you're, you're, you're there to take care of your family. <laughs> you're not letting other people take, raise your family or take advantage of your family, God forbid. That's horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. And so, um, you know, this is what we're talking about. It's very important to be critical. You, this person, X, whoever, dangerous person is not going to come in my house. And I can assess that because I'm judging that person. Yes, I'm judging that person, even though that might sound like like uh, not PC or whatever. I don't care if it sounds PC, to be frank, because what happens when you are going to go in? Humans are constantly making judgment calls all the time. So um, in terms of, and it doesn't have to be rude or you don't have to use judgment in a way where you're subjugating somebody, but in terms of protection and self-protection and taking care of somebody's life, um, there are judgment calls to be made. We make judgment calls all the time. So if you're not making good judgment calls, then bad things are going to happen in your life. Um, yeah, at the same time, if you're living in that critical space and you're only being critical, then, and you're just critical, 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 yeah, that might be, you know, you might be stronger in that suit than other people would be, but you're not balancing it out well, so that's, that same very muscle is going to cripple you, right? So, you know, you're going to be relying on one muscle and it's going to weaken you in the long run. You're going to be closed off to other opportunities that come up. You're not going to be able to enjoy relationships, friendships, even the risk. You're so critical that nobody's able to come in your family. You're, you're, you're closing yourself off from your own family. You're so closed that you're closed within your own family structure. So, so there's a very fine nuanced balance and it's challenging. It doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. It's work. It's a process. A constant, a constant work. It's a con- You know, you got to be on the path, um, but it means holding two in in your hands, holding one in your hand and one in the other hand, and saying, "I'm going to be critical." Yeah, if I determine that this person's really an amazing person, I'm going to take them in with full arms and so loving and the most loving thing that I can be, and 
and and be with them and hang out with them and be a brother to them and be a father to them and be a you know a son to that per who whatever and be the best person I can be. Yet if I see something that's really wrong, I'm going to do my best to um, help that situation, whatever it might be. Maybe if it's even somebody close to you, help that situation. And uh, there's a whole conversation to have, I think, about like how to influence people who are in your, that immediate family structure. Like people who are your kids or your parents or your siblings and you don't like something that you see from them, how do you toe that line of being able to influence them um, in a way that's actually beneficial for them and positive because everybody, I think, knows. <laughs> and if not, you don't really want to try it. Just listen to my advice, please, so you don't make the mistake of if you just tell that person, you got to do this, if you boss them around and command them, it's not going to go well. They're just going to dig their heels in more and um, be stubborn because you're f trying to push them in a direction and, and you're sort of trying to take away their free will. Like, go do this. You have to do, do, do. The person's like, what are you talking about? I'm doing this. Don't tell me what to do. And, and especially with brothers, family members, um, all that stuff. So um, there's a whole conversation about how to be doing that within your own family. I think it's a little bit different within your own family. It's more nuanced and and, um, and a little bit more challenging, definitely more challenging in some ways. But overall, what we want to be doing is having this balance. And um, one of the keys that I want to talk about, we've talked about, um, so I'm sure that was all sort of like a warm up in a certain sense to talk about empathy, but empathy within the right context, because I don't want to be talking about empathy and for you guys to be thinking about, the, thinking that I'm just being like, you go, oh, you have to be empathetic to everything and everybody and, and, and whatnot. There's a, there's something in, um, that I've heard recently as a term. Um, and I think it's a really, really good term. It's something, um, that somebody told me that there's a lot of misplaced empathy in the world. What does that mean? There's a lot of misplaced empathy. There's a, there's a lot of like movements and actions and different things that are creating a lot of chaos in the world, um, and uh, and you know and you'll see that they are it's it's coming from a good place, but the actions are not resulting as good, right? So it they might be like true for that. It might be true for that person that. Like this is, this is a real thing and it could be very well that this is a real thing, but the way that it's resulting is not in a good way um, or they're putting it in the wrong place, that it's true for them, but they're not, they're putting it in the wrong place and it's called misplaced empathy. And um, we see a lot of that in the world nowadays and you can think about it like, you know, oh, I, um, same type of example, like, oh, I want to, I feel bad for this person. Oh, this homeless person on the street, he wants a dollar. And then, and then the next thing you know, like he's like sleeping on your couch. And the next thing you know, it's been a month. And the next thing you know, he's telling you what to do in your own house and you don't know what to do. And you, but you feel bad for him because he doesn't have any place to stay. And, and it's just, it's misplaced empathy. You're, you're, it's, it's not bad that you have empathy, but you're putting it in the wrong place and using it and it's not helping you. It's hurting you. So, um, to have a conversation around empathy, you have to say like what is empathy and what's not empathy and how to have empathy before you really even talk about empathy. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's, it, it's very important to have empathy in a proper context. Um, 
because if it's not, then it can be very dangerous for you. Um, so, so, you know, what does it actually mean to have empathy? I think one of the best things, it, it, I think one of the best definitions, um, at least for me, and I'm obviously um, open to, to, to refining this, whatever, but um, it's, it's to basically think about how something's going to land for somebody else. How is somebody else going to interpret what you're saying? Okay? So, so I've had this because I've had this happen to me in the past, um, especially when I was younger, like 18, 19, 20, 21 type of thing, where like you say something, what you're saying very well could be true and it could be relevant and it could be helpful, but the way that you're delivering it and the way that you're saying it and the way that you're just like coming across is like totally crass or totally whatever. And you're not thinking about, um, how it's landing for the other person. So even though like in your mind, you're totally in the right, you're not thinking about how it's landing for the other person. So it's causing a big problem. And, and that's, um, that's an unfortunate, um, situation to be in because the person who, the person who, you know, they're not, they don't have that, um, deeper sense of, of, um, awareness for how other people might be receiving things. It's, it's confusing for them because they're saying I'm giving this over and this is like right. It's the right answer. And so I don't get why is this such a problem? It's confusing. It's, it's because there's, there's a lack of awareness around exactly that, how people are going to receive that message. And the reason I pretexted this entire thing is because I also don't want, I also don't want people to be like tossed around by just any narrative that's out there. The whole idea is not necessarily to for you to bend and break and and be turned inside out and just be turned into a puppet of whatever narrative is going on and uh, just to become you know sort of a slave of of whoever's popping up with the next thing that like you know you have to care about this and if you don't you're a piece of you know you're a piece of garbage like. And, and it's not to say that there isn't like truth to some of those things and whatnot, but my point is to say that these narratives, there's narratives that pop up all the time. Some are good, some are bad. And, and, you know, having empathy doesn't mean bending and breaking and just becoming like a sail in the wind that's just flapping around for whatever force is going to come by. Um, it really, like I said in the beginning, it means being able to be in your spot, but also understanding how you can work with those forces around you and um, swim upstream and get to your goal. The whole point is to get to your goal. And if you're doing the, your job in the right way, your goal is going to be including other people in the success, ultimately everybody in the success. So, so if your goal is the right goal, then everybody's going to win. Everybody's going to win. So even even you know even your enemy that's that's how big your goal should be that even your enemy is ultimately going to win so how can you get to the point where your goal is going to be achieved now you could be disagreeing with somebody but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to help you for you to just go and disagree with that person is it going to get you to your goal or if you say something because you feel like it is that going to help the situation is that going, or, or maybe you have something that is like statistically correct or whatever it might be, but if you just say it, like it's not going to necessarily lead to positive 
um, ramifications in your space. So, so you have to be taking these things into consideration when you're moving forward um, on any sort of pursuit when you're working with people. That being said, a good leader is going to be able to guide the ship, direct the ship, and get people towards their goal while also at the same time having that balance, having that, you know, not really balance, but having that tension, having that uh, dynamic of being able to hold space for everybody, yet at the same time bring them forward in life. And, you know, like a good leader will walk into the room and take everybody's standards to a higher level and not from, but from a place where everybody wants to. That's the real goal. If you can sort of enter into people's space and help them elevate, but they really want to do it from their own internal space, then you know that you're succeeding. And that requires a lot of nuance and it requires a lot of finesse to be able to do that. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't get to just be somebody who is you know, a master social, um, master at social, you know, at social period by just doing it overnight. It happens over a long period of time, but, but the goal really is to be holding space and to be moving towards your goals at the same time, not just to be bending and breaking and whatever. If you're sailing, you know, there's something called, there's a really great example that I love called tacking upwind. Right in sailing, you're going to a destination, right? Okay, great. Well, there's a thousand factors that are at play, at, like the sea's really choppy, the current's going this way, the tide's going this way, the whatever, all of the stuff, the waves, the wave height, the wind. So if you're going into the wind, how are you gonna go? How do you how do you sail into the wind? Right. The whole idea of sailing is you ride the wind. So how do you sail into the wind? You tack up wind. What does tacking mean? It means you basically zigzag upwind. So, so you climb the wind, so to speak. Like if you were like to put one hand on a ladder up and up and up, you like zigzag back and forth, left and right, left and right, left and right, almost like you were climbing a mountain. Like you're driving a car and the road goes zigzag up the mountain, left and right, left and right, because you can't go straight up the mountain, right? The car can't just drive straight up the mountain. It's impossible. So you have to go and you have to um, zigzag. It's called tacking upwind. And so when you tack up wind, you're still moving towards your goal despite the force that is moving against you. Um, and so in that way, that's a great example of like being understanding of what force is there and then still moving into your goal in a productive manner. Now, it could be that the wind is behind you and it's great. Now you're going to have to change things. It doesn't mean that you just get to chill. It doesn't mean that you just, you know, a lot of the times I think that's a really a misinterpretation of of like success and, and like how things success is takes more energy than than failure does you know and that's like it, it takes a lot of energy if you're flying downwind you got to manage that ship in a way at a, at a high speed and a high velocity and and still make your marks and get towards your goal you know you can shoot past it it's like with a lot of money like you know if you have a lot of money you got a lot to manage you know there's a lot of energy, a lot of a lot of things that you're gonna have to manage and balance, and um, you know that's what comes with money. That's what comes with success. That's what comes with this energetic buildup, this energy moving forward. What what's money? Money is energy. You're just transferring energy. I have X and I want Y, and I'm gonna give you money, and we're gonna exchange, and you, there you go. It's just an energetic, you know, 
exchange. So you just have this energy buildup. Now you have to learn how to manage that. And there's all sorts of different forces on there. Taxes, da da da, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So people want the money. You gotta pay for things. You have, to, you have to, whatever. So the point here is to say that a good leader is knows how to be balanced, and they're gonna they're gonna study this balance. They're gonna study that like what people would call like like. EQ, like IQ and EQ. IQ is that like sort of critical thinking, that critical judgment, so to speak. And that EQ is going to be that more open, understanding, empathetic type of thing. Um, obviously, it's a little more nuanced than that. That's just a big generality. Uh, but generally speaking, that IQ and that EQ is going to be that sort of judgment versus empathy. And we're going to have to learn how to have um, a, a, a strong polarity, a strong dynamic that uh, helps us move through life in a very productive way, in a way towards our goals, and in a way that is um, enabling the people around us. That's ultimately our goal. If we're selfish, then we're not going to get anywhere. And um, even selfishly speaking, the best way to get your goals is to you know, work with people. So, so, but ultimately, you know, you're really not doing it from a selfish perspective. You're, you have to do it from this as part of it. It's being able to say, I am a self, I am a person, and I am doing this because it's valuable for me. And I'm doing this because, um, because it's healthy for other people and it's healthy for the world. And I have a family and I love my family and I love my people and all of this stuff, right? So um, that's one of the biggest lessons and things and mindsets that we're going to have to learn how to have as to how to hold dichotomies, how to hold sort of things that exist in space together with each other. It's not, yes, it's selfish, and it's for the collective. Okay, how do you, how do you figure that? Well, it's both. It's not, it's not one or the other, it's both. So, um, so that's what we're doing. A good leader knows how to have both, and he know, knows how to manage both, and he knows how to have that push-pull like we talked about. And uh, I apologize for the wind. I'm going to actually wrap it up because it's getting really stormy outside and rainy. Um, but that's the, that's, the, that's the goal here, guys. So it's a conversation about empathy, but more so than anything else, it's really more of a conversation on the context of empathy, of saying, like, what, what, like, where is empathy actually valuable before we, like, really dig into empathy and what it means to be empathetic? Like where is empathy valuable? Because if it's not serving you, then it's hurting you. And empathy can be very valuable for you and it can also ruin your life, you know? And so, um, and it can cause many problems for people. So it's something to be balanced. Hold those two in both hands and have that charge. Have a strong spine, strong back and, and lead the charge, lead the way, lead your team, be a good leader and be a good leader to your team. They're your team. They're your people. They're your, they're your guys. They're your gals. That's what we got to do. I apologize for the wind. I got to get going now, but I love you, and I hope you guys get out there and make something happen. Go make some moves. Push the envelope and uh, keep growing, guys. Reach out, please. I would love to hear your growth. Let's talk.